0: sharing success stories and motivating others join me on this journey as we tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary hey there podcasters are you looking to take your show to the next level let me introduce you to podtask the innovative platform that simplifies the podcasting process and equips you with the tools you need to succeed With Podtask, you can say goodbye to the headache of managing multiple tasks and deadlines. This app provides a comprehensive systemization and task management platform that helps you streamline the podcasting process. And it doesn't just stop there. Podtask also offers AI based marketing tools to give your podcast a competitive edge. As a fellow podcaster, I know from experience how important it is to have a reliable and efficient tool like Podtask to keep you on track. It helped me save so much time in post-production, which allows me to focus on what really matters, creating great content for my listeners. So if you wanna take your podcast to the next level, be sure to check out PodTask. As a special offer to my listeners, you can sign up today and get started with their free forever plan by visiting creativevisionariespodcast.com forward slash podtask. Hi, everyone. Thanks again for joining us on the Creative Visionaries podcast. Today, I have the pleasure and honor of introducing you to a phenomenal guest, Anne Carden. Anne is a strategic business consultant for professional coaches and consultants. She's a three-time best-selling author, speaker, and podcast host. Anne, welcome on the show.
1: Thank you, Tori. It's my pleasure and honor to be here.
0: Well, so tell us about your story and how you got to this point in your career and and how you got to this business uh, that you're running now.
1: Sure. So I've been an entrepreneur for over 32 years, and I started my first business after leaving my corporate career that I did for 13 years to be a stay-at-home mom. But we were really struggling financially, and so I started looking for a way to make money, and six businesses later, (laughs) here I am. (laughs) So my first business, I was basically running a manufacturing company out of my home and I employed a lot of other moms and was shipping, uh, creative dolls all over the world. And, you know, did that for several years and then started my second business and built multiple other businesses. And then I've been coaching and consulting now for, it's probably going on 13 years now, I think. So yeah, it was a natural progression after building and selling businesses. Uh, I was actually running the last two and people kept asking me, you know, about my, how was I doing it? My experience, my success. And, and so I started sharing and I thought, gosh, there's an opportunity here. I started working with a business coach and I saw the value in that. And so kind of put those two things together and I thought, okay, I think this is my next thing. And So yeah, so I started coaching before I sold those other two businesses. But when my coaching and consulting took off, it was like, okay, this is really where I want to put my Mm -hmm. my time and my heart. And I'm not interested in having these businesses anymore. So I sold those, and I've been doing this ever since. Isn't
0: it awesome how you have this journey and you don't really have that end in mind yet. It hasn't formulated, but as all these pieces come together and the experiences and the people that you work with, it just formulates this beautiful, you know, picture of where you are now and how, you know, you couldn't have imagined it unless you had gone through these experiences. That's what I love a lot about the entrepreneurial journey is that it's, it kind of forms you as you go.
1: (laughs) It absolutely does. And, you know, the interesting thing is, it's also kind of what one of the things that has brought me to what I'm actually doing now, which is helping other people take their expertise and their experience and everything that they've built up and bringing it into a a coaching or consulting business so that they can also bring that value.
0: Yeah. And, uh, there's a quote that I often share it's called, or I don't know exactly who, who the, um, author of the quote is, but I heard it on a podcast and the quote is serve the person you once were. And that has been so relevant and, and mindful that comes up all the time for me when I'm thinking about, you know, what I'm doing, the growth that I'm going in, and even listening to guests like you and how you've you've gotten to the place where you are, you know, mm-hmm. basically serving that person that you once were.
1: Yeah, I think that's true. And I even did that when I was working with small business owners before I started working mainly with, and I worked also service entrepreneurs, professional entrepreneurs. But I I did when I started working with small business owners just because that's what I knew. And I hadn't really thought about that, you know, in that way that you just said that. But yeah, that's very true.
0: Well, so tell us about, you know, over the, over your journey and uh, working with different clients, you've developed five steps for building a high-end consulting and coaching and professional service business. Mm -hmm. So can you walk us through those five steps or the framework, at least of what that looks like?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I should, I should probably tell you though, really quick why. I have that process versus the process a lot of people are out there teaching.
0: Yes, please uh, do. So it's
1: my pushback to the industry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I most people out there when they come into the online world and to the online space, coaches and consultants, they're the way they're taught to build a coaching and consulting business there are some missing pieces. Number one, I don't think most people's expertise is really valued. And it's not they They haven't built, they're not building their business around what they really could be. So they go down sort of the wrong path, maybe they create a digital course, or they Um, you know, they, they're taught to build a membership or build a community and then sell low end services and, and, or bring in low value clients and Mm -hmm. then to send them up when you get them results. So all of those things, well, I was taught all of those things, teaching short little programs, that's another thing, just teach a short little program, 90 days or eight weeks. So I was taught all of that, um, in the industry, but what I found is I wasn't working with the clients that I even got to serve. I couldn't even use my knowledge and my experience because they weren't in a place because the clients that I was being taught to get were not ready for what I really could truly help them do. So there were just all these missing pieces. And I was really after investing so much money, I don't even want to talk about it. You can hear it on other podcasts. Um, I, I just was really fed up and I thought, you know, I was so frustrated with the industry and I was... I knew I was good at what I did. I knew I was Mm -hmm. good at business and I knew I had a lot to bring to people. Why couldn't I make this work? And why couldn't I love this the way I I wanted to? So that's when I took a step back and I thought there's something broken here. Mm -hmm. There's some missing pieces. There's some, there's some breaks and some cracks here. And so I took a step back and I thought, in fact, here's another thing. I was even told by a coach that I paid good money to hire that and you'll never be able to sell another coach or a consultant, uh, a 12 month program, they'll never buy a 12 month program. Well, it's because she had never done it. And she, you know, and, that, and so that was the whole thing, right? So I took a step back. And I said, Okay, what is wrong here? I either need to make this work or I'm getting out. And I, I started uh, kind of redesigning my business. And decided, you know, at that time, a lot of people were talking about high ticket, high ticket, high ticket, but high ticket for most people was $2,000 or $5,000. So I sort of took that concept Mm -hmm. and I thought, okay. I'm gonna go bigger. Like if I'm helping somebody build a million-dollar business, I'm gonna get paid more than five thousand dollars. Okay, yeah. I'm just yeah. gonna do that. <laughs> the ROI and,
0: is there. <laughs> that's right.
1: <laughs> even if I'm helping them build a hundred thousand-dollar business, I'm still yes. gonna get paid more than five thousand dollars, right? So, so I sort of took some a, a lot of different things that I learned in the industry, and I created my own. Program, which is Expert in You. That's my method. And it is a five step method. So it's a top down approach. It's like mm-hmm. the value ladder, start people out very low and then ascend them up. Well, it's a very small percentage that ever ascend up. I mean, I have never had somebody buy my book for $14 and then become a $50,000 client. It's never <laughs> happened. Oh. So, <laughs> so I, I just um, started selling high and I, I started bringing in people. So I did two things. The first thing is I redesigned my business model, which is what I help people do all the time. I started looking at my expertise, everything that I had to bring to my clients. And I said, I'm not going to work with a client anymore for eight weeks if they need me for 12 months. I'm not, I'm not going to do it because there were two reasons I did that. And then I would watch them go away and go buy the next thing because they, they didn't get everything right. Right. You right. can't do everything in that time. So that was a frustration when I knew that I could help them continue to help them. And, and so that was the problem. The other thing, sometimes I would watch them leave. They would get great results while they were with me. But then I would watch them leave and I'd see them five or six months later. And they were back to mm. the old stuff before they ever worked with me. And a lot of times they'll start with a new coach and that new coach will undo everything that somebody else has done. So I start. I was seeing that all over the industry and I'm like, this is just ridiculous. Yeah. You don't build a business in eight weeks. Why should I sell my services like this? True. So yeah, so I, I started really just calling in the clients that were serious about building their business. I started selling bigger packages. Now, don't get me wrong. I do VIP days. I do eight week programs with someone who only needs a a few shifts and they don't, they know how to build a business. For example, I work with a lot of business coaches and they know how to build a business. Maybe they just need some online help. Maybe they just need some tweaks or some shifts in what they're doing. They don't need me maybe for 12 or or 20 months, you know? So, so I started uh, kind of doing what I call offers on the fly. I have my structured program, but then i have multiple ways that i can work with someone and it's really about selling them what is the best fit for them yeah. so it's not about a cookie cutter program it's about i have private services i have a high level mastermind and i have multiple ways that they can buy my private services but those are really the two main things that i sell in my business so it's a very simple model and this is what i also teach my clients simplicity get out of get out of all the complexity and Build a simple high-end business. So, so redesign your business so that a good example is uh, if you start high, those could be your $50,000, $100,000, I have clients that $200,000 clients, yeah. that's their high, their private one-to-one, their next level down could be their $30,000, $50,000, it's a one, more of a one to many approach, right. but then this is one thing that's very different is the low. Their low to my clients, low cash, what they get on the front end, when they take in a new client cash is what most people are selling for high. Mm. So they're getting, they're very low tier offer. It could be $10,000 cash, 15,000. I have clients that get 25 and $30,000 cash for their low ticket offer. Wow. And then, on that, they keep their clients, and and we also work on the retention. So then they get to keep their clients longer, yeah. and stay with them, and work with them. So that's sort of that's really the model that I teach. So people can do all the scale strategies. When I say scale, I'm talking about the courses and the membership sites and all that. But quite honestly, they don't really. It's not a desire once they experience.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. The other model,
1: they are like, "Oh, that just that's too much. I don't. I'm not interested." So I always say, when you're making a million, you got the money to throw at a team and let them build that up for you, and then it makes sense. But it doesn't make sense for most people to build their business that way.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting because mm-hmm. this concept has has been um, something that has just recently that I've discovered. And I've talked to a few other people in the industry who are also talking about this approach. And I love the top-down approach because mm-hmm. like they've said, many people say it's just as hard to sell somebody at a $10,000, 50000 uh, course or mastermind or whatever it is, as it is to sell like $1,000. So why not yeah. start high and not, you know, start low? And They're them-
1: actually easier. Really? It's actually well, okay. So so you think about this. So I use this all the time. I, I say to people, if someone when you are working with um, people that are paycheck to paycheck or barely paying their bills or whatever, if if it's between you and their electric bill, yes what's gonna win? What I mean, every <laughs> hands down, every time. The other thing is when you know, if we go into any kind of a downturned economy or we go into a recession. Um, who's going to be more affected people that barely have money, right. Or people that right. are just scraping by. And so when you're targeting all the low value, when I say low value, I'm talking strictly from a monetary standpoint, right. but when you're talking about low value clients, uh, you are always subject to what's going on in their life and are they going to have the money to pay you? They're also the, the first people that what can't pay the $97, you know, yeah. the, the $97 will go bad. But when you're working with people who have income, first of all, when people are at a different level, they've already been through the, the mindset of investing. They already understand investing. They understand you've got to spend money to make more money. That's the way it is, Right. Yeah. And so you have, number one, a very different mindset when you're investing big dollars. And it's not like I'm going to give you my money and I expect you to get me the results. It's not like that. They take responsibility. You get better mm-hmm. clients. You get people that are all in. They're committed. When they make the investment, they look to make smart investments, but they're willing to, to do the work and do you know, what's necessary. So you just have a whole different client. So it's not just a money thing, but it is also just as easy because they don't look at money the same way. You know, it's not, they. it doesn't, I don't want to say it doesn't have the same value, but it doesn't. They don't value it as much. They know it's comes and goes. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's not. So it's a very different mindset. So, so that's the first is redesign their business model so that they can use a top down approach. My second step is revamp your marketing. So what you did to get you to where you are is not going to work when you start going after really high end premium clients. That's all got to up level. Everything's got to up level your your message. You may have to change your market. Um, And when I say your market, not necessarily the exact niche that you're working in, but you might have to up level the people that you're working with uh, in that niche, or you might have to change your niche. You might, you might have to change your market. It just depends on, you know, what you're doing. Um, So that's, that's the second step. The third step is what I call restructure your sales process. Mm. How are you going to bring in these high end clients? Can you close them because they don't close the same way (laughs) that uh, somebody that goes to a landing Page and buy something for $47, right? Right. So you have to understand how they buy. They don't buy through funnels. They don't, and so this is when I talk about restructuring the sales process. All of that is part of the sale, is you know, you you send somebody to a landing page, they buy or whatever. You put them in a Facebook group and they buy. Well, high-end buyers don't buy like that. Yeah. They're not hanging out in Facebook groups, they don't have time you know, they're, they're busy people and they want to save time. They'll spend the money. If you can save them time, if you can be the shortcut for them. And so you have to understand that that even applies in the sales process. I always say, um, first of all, you want to influence them to buy. That should all happen in your marketing. So when they come to you, they're already ready because they've already checked you out. They know everything about you. They know you're the person that can help them. So that's, that's what happens before in the sales process, but then what happens during that process? And so it depends, are you writing proposals? So there's a lot of things that go into, you know, that those high, those really, really high end sales, but most people have to restructure that because they have no idea how to close them. Or if they are doing big sales already, they're, they're wasting a lot of time and energy and probably losing a lot of sales along the way because of how their sales process is structured. So that's all, all part of that. So that's step number three. And then step number four is, okay, now let's ramp this up. And I call it rev up your revenue. So, so we've got redesign your business, revamp your marketing, restructure your sales process, rev up your revenue and that and then the the final piece is you know speed that is getting a coach to help you don't go it alone, get yeah. someone who's done it doing it, been doing it and and get that help so that is my process
0: I love that. I think that it's straightforward you know it it gets you through all the steps that you need to and takes you to that next level. As a podcaster, you know that creating great content is only half the battle. That's where Remarker comes in. Remarker is a podcast branding, production, and marketing solution. Whether you're a seasoned podcaster or just starting out, Remarker will help you grow your show and build your authority. So why wait? Head to creativevisionariespodcast.com slash Remarker. That's R-E-M-A-R-K-R. Where you can book a demo and discover how Remarkers' full-service approach can benefit you and your podcast. One thing that I was I was thinking as you're talking, what about um, the naysayers, right? Like people who maybe are at a certain point and they don't think that they have the capability of going to this structure or the high end. How do you how do you coach people to? to show them that they do have a purpose and they can make an impact Mm -hmm. and they can influence others and utilize the skills that they have to do this sort of structured model for their business?
1: That's a great question. Well, first of all, I have loads of testimonial videos (laughs) where people are talking about, (laughs) I had no idea (laughs) what I could do, that's right. So so all I have to do is show them some of those. Um, Yeah, you know, so, but the thing is, I I can I can have a 10 minute conversation with someone and I can say oh my gosh you have gone down the wrong path because I'm just so trained to look for what is so valuable and because I've been in business for all these years I mean I can just see it and I've worked I've worked in over 50 different industries as well as a business coach so Uh, before I worked with coaches and consultants. And so for that reason, I know what's going to be valuable. I know what their expertise, you know, could bring to the market. And that, that is, that's something that really does make me unique. That experience really helps me with what I do because I'm so able to look at people and just really extract like that value from them. But if, if they say, you know, The interesting thing is when I start working with a client, they're like, can you, you know, first of all, can you help me do this? Like, I want to do this. They know they should be getting paid more. They know they have more to offer. They just don't know how to put the pieces together. They maybe don't know that it could be as good as it can be. Mm -hmm. But um, once we package it and I I really share with them how that is going to impact the market that they're working with it's like, they really get it. You know, then they are like, oh my gosh, I'm kicking myself that I <laughs> have been doing this the wrong way. All these, I mean, I just have so many stories of yeah. people that, you know, just, I, I'll tell you really, can I tell you a really yeah, fast story? Yeah, please do. So I had a client that she uh, had gone down the path that I was talking about, the funnels and the, and so she was, she was getting clients or for like, I don't know, $1,500 a month, but she was cutting the prices to get that client to actually come on board. And she was doing the work for them. I think she was doing like some done for you services for them. And she just, she had gone in a lot of debt. She'd been trying for three years. She had been running ads, doing all this stuff. And she was just so burnt out. And she came across me on LinkedIn and she started watching my stuff and reached out to me and said, "I, I don't know if you can help me, but I, I'm just stuck. I, I just feel like you're the person. So I started asking her, what's your background? Well, come to find out. She had this incredible marketing and sales background and she just didn't know how to do the consulting coaching part of it. Yeah. So we put all that together in, in one week, she reached out to a past uh, somebody that was the client of someone she worked for. Okay. And she said, Hey, this is what I'm doing now. And they said, oh my gosh, we want to talk to you. So they they started putting together a proposal. So we I've only worked with her for a week. So she sends me an email and she goes, okay, Anne, I know you're going to tell me to, to go up on my prices. So I'm going to charge $10,000 for this. So I look at that and I said, Amy, this is a $50,000 offer. She's like, what? <laughs> so I... She said, "She goes, I, I so I got on the phone and I walked her through it, and we rewrote the proposal, you know, worked on the proposal, and so she went back to them and she pitched them fifty grand, and she said that just no problem, no problem. That's what what well, they took something off for two thousand dollars, so it was forty eight thousand when yeah. when the smoke cleared, but um, she said I just I couldn't believe it, and and the one thing she said." And it was not even for a year long program. It was like for four months or something. Like it was, it was a really nice, nice little package. And the one thing she said is, "Anne, if I would have pitched them the 10,000, they wouldn't have bought. They would not have taken me seriously. They wouldn't have thought I was very good. And she said, I, you know, I had this in me all along and I just didn't even realize it because nobody helped her figure that out. No one, yeah. no one looked at her and said, You shouldn't be selling these things in a funnel. You should be marketing yourself, you know, the way you deserve to be marketed. Um, And so that's that's a good example. But once I walked her through everything, she went right back to them. And I mean, she closed that proposal. So she owned that value and then she really got it. So that's the case. A lot of times people know they want it. They just, Mm -hmm. um, so I get the people that do want it. I'm not going to sit there and convince people. (laughs) So I let my marketing, you know, just put it out there. And then when people come to me, they're like, I know I want this.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's, it's funny. I love that story. So thank you for sharing that. But, um, it's funny because this platform, I just, oh gosh, I love podcasting for this reason, because you sharing (laughs) that story is going to reach somebody who is probably on the same journey as, you know, your, your client or people that you're working with who Mm -hmm. have been there. I've been there and you don't know that what's possible, right. Until somebody really opens your eyes to the possibility. And there's so many of us out there who have so many uh skills and so much value to give and we're underserving ourselves and really not giving ourselves the credit that we should be um and there's people out there like you said there's clients who are looking for what you have to offer and they're willing to pay for it because they have that mindset and they're they're the right fit for who you are so it's just a matter of knowing that you're worth it getting Mm -hmm. in front of those people and then proving your worth and just going skyrocket from there right
1: Absolutely. And you know, there is some, there, there is some real strategy to it. It's not the easiest thing. Like everybody can raise their prices and get away with it. Right. But when you go from, I have a client that went from, she was charging $1,797 for a 90 day program. She just signed, she, she signed up a client that's now turned into $90,000 for her one client. Um, and she said, you know, you never could have told me that I could do this ever, but here's the thing that I want people to know. A lot of it is how it is, how it's packaged. It's gotta be packaged in the right way with the right value. The second piece is I always say it's, it's not about the money. It's about the audience. Mm. If your people take nothing else away, take that away. It's not about the money. It's about the audience. If you target the right audience and you put the right pieces in place, they will pay the money. They have the money. What they, and so a lot of people, when they can't think of getting that kind of money, it's because they either haven't been exposed to it or they're not around people like they can't, they can't understand how to do it Uh, because the people that they're around, maybe they, they, they're looking around and they're going, there's no way somebody would pay me that. I remember my very first business coach 13 years ago. I think when I, not my first business coach, but when I came into the coaching space and I remember her saying, I I was going to, can I share the story? Do we have time? Yeah. So I was doing, I, I had learned how to package and put, you know, I was helping other coaches and all of that. And I was running a seminar, a local seminar, and I had, I think a dozen or 15 coaches and consultants in the room. And I was going to teach them how to package their services in a different way, but I'm on my way to the seminar and I'm listening to, uh, this tells you how long ago this was a CD <laughs> in my car, <laughs> in my car. And my coach was saying, it was just an audio I had of her. And she was saying, if you don't have a $50,000 program, you cannot sell it. Well, she was working with Dan Kennedy. So Dan, you know, Dan Kennedy, the brilliant marketer, right? Yeah. So he sold very high end, very, very high end services. So I thought $50,000, are you kidding me? Because at that time I hadn't been exposed to it. So it Mm -hmm. sounded very foreign to me. So I, I went to the seminar and I brought that up to the room when we were talking about packaging. And I mean, Tori, you could have heard a pen drop, except that you could hear people gasping. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I tell that story so much because literally it was everyone in the room. You could hear them just like gasp and hold their breath. like. And then they said, what are you kidding? And I and even even for myself, I was like, I have no idea what I would sell for $50,000. So <laughs> so when you're not exposed to it, it does sound really foreign. And you think this is such an a, a, you know, just a, a ridiculous amount of money, right? That somebody would pay you for that. But think about it: if I'm helping somebody add a million dollars to their business, mm-hmm. that is worth every bit of a hundred thousand or more. Yeah. You know, realistically, you could charge a few few hundred thousand for that. Yeah. So. It, it really is about the value and it's not always money. Like a lot of people think it is, but when you're working with very high level people and they're going through a divorce and you can help them fix that and not get a divorce, how much money are you going to save them? Right. You know, a high level CEO. So, so there's always a, a value that can be very, very, um, you know, high level and it doesn't always have to be money, but yeah. it, you know, it, it can have a a huge amount of value to the person.
0: Yeah. I love that story. (laughs) I I have a lot of them. (laughs) I have a lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it reminds me of, of that quote or that saying where people say that your network is your net worth. And so it's, it's interesting because you think about like who you surround yourself with is really Mm -hmm. going to be a huge impact on the growth and, and impact that you have yourself as a person, personally and even as a business absolutely so surround yeah. yourself with the right people personally and professionally and then you'll you'll take yourself to the next level <laughs>
1: that, you know, there's so much truth to that. Absolutely. I'm always, I always am on the lookout. Like I, I have mentors that I work with and coaches that, you know, that I work with, but I'm always on the lookout for who is that next person for me? Because, and I think when you have that spirit and that attitude, like I've always done that in business. I've always looked at how can I stay ahead? How can I stay ahead of the curve? How can I be cutting edge? How can I be ahead of what everybody else is doing. And I, have done that through all of my businesses and that attitude will never change because I know that is what helps me be successful. And, you know, so, yeah. So, but that's so true. If you're not exposed to it, if you, you don't know what's possible, you just don't.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Well, Anne, it is phenomenal to talk to you. I could talk to you all day, but we've got to call this to a a close at some point, right?
1: (laughs) Oh, darn. (laughs) This has been
0: fun. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing your uh, stories. I love stories. They're just awesome. Uh, And then your success and then your five steps for everybody to take a listen to and hopefully contact you so that you can help coach them along those strategic approaches and get them to that next level. Where do you like to connect with people? What's your favorite platform?
1: You know what? LinkedIn is a great place, Facebook, but LinkedIn. um, But I would love to, I always almost always have an upcoming workshop that is a free virtual workshop. So I would love to invite anyone that is in the right place um, for, for my next workshop. And you can go to expert And if that looks like a fit, you can apply to come to that workshop and you can learn a lot of the strategies that I teach my clients.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again for being a guest and it's been a pleasure. Make sure you guys thank go you. out there and take it to the next level. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to the creative visionaries podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review or share with a friend. Also make sure to visit us online at creativevisionariespodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And stay tuned for more episodes to come. And remember, it's time to tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary.